a listener production. I'm Katie Williams and this is Live Better. This episode is how to manage imposter syndrome. In the last episode, we talked about recognising if you have imposter syndrome. And just as a reminder, imposter syndrome is when you think that you're not good enough. You think people have made a mistake when they give you positive feedback or you focus on your weaknesses rather than your strengths and you actually hold yourself back from opportunities. Around 70% of us will experience imposter syndrome, but for most people, it will come and go throughout their lives. We never fully get over imposter syndrome, but we can learn how to manage it. I did a 14-day imposter syndrome challenge last year with mindset coach Suzanne Mercier, where I dug really deep and figured out how imposter syndrome plays out for me. I wasn't cured, but I certainly learned how to respond to these feelings differently when they came up. So if you think you might be suffering from imposter syndrome, here are three tips to help you manage it. Tip one is recognise it. The first step to managing imposter syndrome is recognising it in yourself in the first place. Do you ever feel like you're not good enough? When people give you positive feedback, do you think they've made a mistake? Start to take note of when these feelings come up for you. Pay attention to how you feel when someone gives you a compliment or tells you you've done something well. Is your initial gut reaction to agree with them? Or do you think they're wrong? Does this play out differently for you in different situations? For example, can you accept a compliment from your friends or your partner, but not your colleagues? Take note and write down these feelings when they come up. It could be as simple as writing them down in the notes app of your phone. Write out what the situation was and how you felt about it. And when you're aware of it, you'll be able to challenge it. Which brings me to tip two. Tip two, challenge it. Next to each example of imposter syndrome, write three things to challenge it. So, for example, if your boss tells you that you did a good job on a project and your gut reaction is to think they've made a mistake, write this down. And then write down three reasons why it is not a mistake. Maybe it's because you worked overtime to finish this project. Maybe it's because you had this idea for the project and you saw it come through start to finish. Maybe it's because you brought a specific skill to the project that no one else had. By writing this down, you'll challenge yourself to see your beliefs in different ways. So when these ideas about not being good enough come up again, your first reaction won't be to think they're wrong. Your first reaction can be, that's right, I did a good job. Tip three is be kind to yourself. Okay, so you now know how to challenge thoughts of imposter syndrome when they come up. But what about when you're not feeling this way? Like I said earlier, imposter syndrome can come and go. We could be feeling totally confident until something triggers us and we go down the imposter syndrome rabbit hole. This is an activity that you can do during the good times. Think about your positive attributes. These are the things that you like about yourself. If these don't come to mind immediately, think about why your friends like being friends with you. Is it because you're kind? Is it because you're funny? Is it because you're patient or you're a good listener? Write down as many different characteristics you can think of and then continue to add to it. You can use this list as a cheat sheet to help you when you get triggered by something and you start to doubt yourself. So to summarise, recognise it, challenge it and be kind to yourself. You can hear how I went trying to overcome imposter syndrome in my podcast, Better For It. 
Search Better For It Imposter Syndrome Challenge and follow me on Instagram at Katie Williams. Listener.